Hey, what is going on, guys? DK. Back at you with another video here to win the three-game NBA main slate on Sunday. Before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, welcome. My name is DK. I make daily videos and live stream for NBA and NFL slates on DraftKings. If you guys are playing the Week 12 NFL main slate, make sure to check out my video. Also, I will be doing a live stream tomorrow morning Q&A style, so feel free to stop by, ask any questions. Um, if you guys are unable to watch these YouTube videos, I also upload on Apple Podcasts. Link down below, it's called the DKDFS Show. And if you have an extra minute or two, if you could leave a five-star rating and review, that would really help me out. Every single rating and review uh, boosts me up in those Apple Podcast rankings. If you're interested in signing up for premium content off a few different packages on Patreon.com, more info down below. The sponsor of the, the video is PrizePix. PrizePix is a player prop site where you can take over under on uh, fancy points, over under on straight up points, rebounds, assists, three-pointers made. Uh, they have a lot of different sports, NFL, college sports, um, soccer, esports. You can mix and match sports, pick two to five players, and win up to 10x your money. So if you guys want to try out prize picks, make sure to sign up and use my code DKDFS. It is DKDFS. It is all one word, and you'll get 100% match up to $100. And finally, as always, I want to thank you guys for continuing to come in and watch these videos every single day. Uh, make sure if you do enjoy to hit the like button, subscribe, and hit that notification bell. Okay, so before we talk about players and the prices for the three-game slate, let's look back my up here from tonight. So tonight was close. I was pretty close to a takedown. Um, I, for one, I am uh, happy that Gordon Hayward got benched down the stretch of overtime. No, I'm not. No, I'm not happy about that. Um, but yeah, I, I used uh, a kind of a stack there of Charlotte and Houston. Worked out in a big way. Also got lucked into some overtime. So yeah, LaMelo uh, with Gordon Hayward brought it back. Christian Wood, Kevin Porter Jr. went really, really well. Um, Alec Burks I used from the Knicks once we knew he was starting uh, He was starting the point guard position. He was surprising a little bit low on, only 47%. He was an absolute smash. Suggs was all right. Carter Jr. was once again another smash. And then um, Joe Ingles, the Jazz, just absolutely killed the Pelicans. So he didn't get much fourth quarter run, which is a little bit tilting. But, hey, what can you do? So a uh, solid 3X night overall. Could have been a lot bigger if the Jazz game stays close and Gordon Hayward actually plays in the overtime. But I'm not complaining. Uh, really solid night overall. Had a, uh, a lot of Patreon members did really, really well as well. Maybe I'll tweet out some screenshots on Twitter. Uh, but congrats to everyone on the big night. Uh, going over ownership in the Thunderdome, this is the winning lineup, 329. KPJ, Fornio is 50% owned. Burks, uh, 75%. Jay Sean Tate, Juan Carter Jr., Beal, Bridges, Wood. So Wood, really chalky, 62%. Kevin Porter Jr., 87%. Burks, 75%. You see, again, the, the ownership condenses in the good plays. A lot higher owned in this one. Carter Jr., 50% owned. Um, what else ownership-wise? Bridges got some ownership. Um, Luca was okay. But, yeah, that's really it for the look back, guys. Again, hope you had a great night. And let's see if we can keep it going here for this three-game slate. So this is a weird one because there's so much value on the slate and not a lot of spend-ups to pick from. So it's going to be an interesting one. Like, uh, I don't remember a slate like this at least for recently. So let's first start off Sacramento. Holmes out, uh, Harrison Barnes doubtful. So if you played any Kings guys last game, he got insanely lucky. I was so tilted about Buddy Heald shot getting three overtimes. He was a massive bust until overtime. And he played, gets three extra overtimes, 15 extra minutes for chalk Buddy Heald. That was so, so tilting. But we got to start with De'Aaron Fox. 8.3K. He played 53 minutes. Again, that was in triple overtime. So, what was that? 38 in regulation. That's still good to see. He's a guy that can stuff the stat sheet. It's a good matchup. I think he's one of the guys we can definitely consider at the top. Halliburton healed. Again, the, the stats are inflated a bit, so you got to be careful here. But um, I think we get big minutes from Halliburton. He can stuff the stat sheet. I think I, I feel a little more comfortable with Fox, though, and his upside. And then Buddy Heald's fine. Like, he should get more minutes as well. 
um, low reliance scoring, and uh, still has a still has a floor. Um, so Holmes out again. Barnes doubtful. They started um, Alex Len at the five. He's three point five k. He played thirty seven minutes. Um, if he starts again, I like him for value. I don't think we get thirty seven minutes again. Again, he did play a little bit overtime. They went to Tristan Thompson as well a bit in overtime too. Um, so I think Len makes for decent value plays. Assuming he starts, they started Met too as well. Three nine. He didn't play it down the stretch though. Only played uh, twenty five minutes. He's a fair value play, but there's so many other values that I think probably have more upside than Met too. Um, Bagley was a guy that did close again, played all three overtimes, wasn't doing much until the overtimes again. So people that played Bagley kind of got bailed out because of overtime. Um, but I think he is, uh, firmly in play to would expect him to get a little bit more run with, uh, the way he played in OT. I don't think we had to consider anyone else. Like there's so much value that like Davion Mitchell's not really someone I'm looking to Terrence Davis at three, one did get some solid run at three, one, uh, 3.1 K. If you want to use him as a complete dart throw, you can, because he actually is aggressive on the offensive end. Now moving on to Memphis, sadly, John Morant's going to be out for a while. Hurts my best ball team. I have like a 200 point lead over, uh, the competition. And now that's going to go down because of John Morant. Hopefully I can hold on, uh, when he is out, but he'll probably be out at least a month. I would guess. Uh, but yeah, with John Morant out, that's just massive boost. I would assume Tyus Jones starts at 4.8K. If he does, he makes for a really good play. You have DeAnthony Melton that gets, should get more run. He's only 3.7K. I like him a good amount. Dylan Brooks, the black hole. He's going to shoot the ball probably 20-plus times. Um, I think he's firmly in play. Uh, Desmond Bain should get some more shot attempts up. I like him at 5.7. So a lot to like here in Memphis with the highest usage, usage guy out of the offense. Uh, Triple J at 6.5 is fine. He's so prone to foul trouble, but... Um, I like the spot here against the Sacramento front court. Steven Adams at 4K. Uh, he's not completely out of play. Like, if he gets 30 minutes, I think he can definitely pay off the salary. But I'm not convinced about those minutes. They're going to Brandon Clark more down the stretch. Um, so, you know, probably would be a lean to Clark over Adams, actually. But, yeah, those guards of, like, Melton, Tyus Jones, Bain, Brooks all look pretty good. Slow-mo at 4-3, playable. But I think I'd rather go to those guards I just mentioned. Let's move on to Boston and Toronto. So Boston, we have Schroeder out. We have Robert Williams out. We have Jalen Brown questionable. Um, we'll have to see if he gives it a go. That's pretty big. If Jalen Brown does not go, then Jason Tatum becomes a really good spend-up at 9.9K. If Jalen Brown is in, then you know both the spend-ups are viable. I would prefer Tatum, though, because they're still kind of taking it easy on Jalen Brown's minutes. Again, I played a 1% Al Horford last game, and they closed with Ennis Cantor, basically. Yay. Um, so that was extremely, extremely tilting. But he should play a good amount of the five there with no Robert Williams. Uh, with Schroeder out, that's a boost to Marker Smart, especially if Jalen Brown's out too. I think he's a pretty safe play uh, in the mid-range. Grant Williams should get some more minutes too at 3-9, but I don't think it's necessary with all the good value in the slate. I do think Josh Richardson is at least in play too. He probably gets around 30 minutes at uh, that price. And then I mentioned Cantor. He got a little bit more run last game. But again, with all the value on the slate, I just don't think it's necessary to go there. I'm moving on to Toronto. So the positive here at Toronto is they're going to run their guys big, big minutes. Um, we have OG questionable, Gary Trent questionable. I would say both more on the doubtful side. Gary Trent got injured, did not return last game. And OG, I just don't expect him to play for a while. Like they gave him out indefinitely like a week ago. And like the next game, the headline says questionable. So like I don't expect him to play for a bit. So we'll start with the two main guys here, Siakam and Van Fleet at the top. I think both look pretty good. Both should play big, big minutes. I think Van Fleet a little bit of a higher floor than Siakam since he'll be handling the ball a little bit more. But yeah, both those guys look good at 8-1 and 8-2 respectively. Um, again, if OG and Gary Trent Jr. Are out, I think Scotty Barnes gets a boost at 6.6K. Uh, he should play big, big minutes. A guy can stuff the stat sheet. You have Precious Chua with Outcome Birch who started last game. 
He played 30 plus minutes, and he's a pretty safe value play. So he starts again. Uh, Boucher, they just don't want to give this guy minutes. So yeah, I'll play Precious over him. And then keep an eye again. If there's no Trent and no OG Ananubi, then my guess is probably a guy like Svi Mikhailuk moves in the starting lineup at the flat min price, and he would be another pretty good value play that probably plays like 30 plus minutes. So. Um, yeah, monitor that starting lineup. They also have the goat Yuta Goat Nobe is Yuta Goat Nabe is back. Um, but yeah, I think uh, you know the main guys obviously Precious, assuming he starts again, and then keep an eye on Gary Trent and OG Ananubi could open up some more value for this Toronto team. And finally, Detroit, Detroit and the Lakers. So this game does have some blowout risks. This Detroit team is just awful. But Kate Cunningham, 7-5. If you think the game can stay competitive, he's probably a guy you want to look to. He can stuff the stat sheet. He's been foulishable, but not shooting the ball well. Like 2 of 10, 2, 3 of 10, 3 of 13. But this is, again, a really, really good matchup. So I have some interest there in Kate Cunningham. As far as the wings go and Jammer Grant, Sadiq Bay, like they're playable in a good matchup. Um, I don't love the price point on either, but like they're both viable options. Um, so Isaiah Stewart, now we get to see Isaiah Stewart versus LeBron again. Uh, that'll be interesting. But if he says he's not a foul trouble, he should play 25-plus minutes. So another guy you can consider for value. Uh, Killing Hayes, 4K, is probable. So that probably takes a guy like Corey Joseph out of play. Um, Frank Jackson, probable as well. So, yeah, Coach Joe's probably not a guy I'm going to go to at the price point. Killing Hayes, if there's no limitations, I don't think there will be since this is a thumb. I think he's at least an interesting contrarian value play that's very, very up and down. He has a super low floor, but should get some pretty big minutes. Um, if you think the game blows out, then maybe you can consider a guy like a Hamadou Diallo or like a Frank Jackson. Um, but that's, again, large field tournaments only. And finally, the LA Lakers. So um, you had triple overtime. And, you know, LeBron won for 56. Like these guys still like didn't really get value even with triple overtime. Um, and Russell Westbrook did in triple overtime, but yeah, uh, I expect all three guys to play. It's a good matchup, but they're all a little bit overpriced. Now, the thing is on this slate is there's so much value that it's probably going to inflate the ownership in these Lakers guys, even though they're not that good of plays. So that's why I think this is a really interesting slate for tournaments, because since there's so many good value plays and not many spend ups, these Lakers guys by default are probably going to be pretty popular. So if you can somehow find a way to build a somewhat balanced lineup, I think that makes a lot of sense for GPPs. But yeah, Westbrook, AD, LeBron, all in play for me. Love the matchup here. It's just they're all a little bit overpriced, and there's no one that really stands out to me. Uh, Carmelo at 4-9, just a secondary play. He should play around 30 minutes, pretty reliant on the scoring. THT at 4.7K. The mid's been trending down on him. There's so many other value plays I like better. Malik Monk's been playing well off the bench more of a showdown play like i don't think i want to go down in the main slate again with all those other values that i really really like so that's going to do it for the lakers guys and that is going to do it for the video as well so if you have been enjoying the content again make sure to hit that like button subscribe and hit the notification bell uh, but thanks again guys really appreciate all your support and i will see you in the next video